Hello folks, Tyler here. We're looking to do a big surge on iTunes. We really want to push the old iTunes, you know, get us up the charts a bit, because I know you lot are lovely and supporting all over. Um, so if you fancy it, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And while you're there, make sure to leave a five-star review and a couple of lovely words as well, just to, uh, you know, help us up a bit more and get that extra bit of support. Thank you very much. Come to Uncle Mo's for family fun. It's good, 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 good. Mmm, sounds good. Hello and welcome to Uncle Mo's Family Feedback, where we look through the dizzying highs, the terrifying lows, and the creamy middles of The Simpsons Seasons 1-12 to through random episode generation. I'm of course your host, Ty McRae, and joining me as always is uh, Cal Reader. Now, I hope I don't drive him round the bend, but you know he's got a few days before his theory, so hopefully he can you know, make a safe, short stop and then carry on through the lights and hopefully pass and i think that's about as much puns or whatever i can get through cal how do you feel about that and how are you in general uh i'm fine it's it's about a month away so it's uh we've oh, got plenty of time to <laughs> you've got more time to think of what a better one uh closer to the day um but yeah i'm feeling fine about it i, I do my little quizzes each day um I was telling about how I want to run someone over the other day, and my friend was just like, "Maybe it's not the best idea, you driving." I was just like, "Nah, I'll be fine." But yeah, I'm I'm very good. What about you, my friend? Uh, I've been pretty solid. That work seems to have died out a little bit. Um, I went over to Nottingham for one day on Saturday and saw like all the trees and all the you know duck-filled ponds, as Monty Burns once said. Um, I could really enjoy and some nice, safe social distancing and you know some nice soft drinks as well because. Your man's already passed about seven years ago, and I was behind the wheel traveling with that. No use about. Me, me, uh... me, me, me. <laughs> yeah, big balls here. Um, now, you're about to enter, like, you know, about two weeks off on holiday as well. Um, what kind of stuff are you planning? Are you planning your staycation, which is like populated all your Thomas Cook sites and all your horrible advertisements to see on Twitter? Uh, uh, no. So, originally, the plan was um, to go to Poland. Um, and then I hadn't booked anything as of yet. Um, when lockdown, I was going to book it actually the week of lockdown, so it's kind of it kind of works out okay. Um, just bits and bobs really. Go around God's County, uh, a little bit. Um, which is obviously Yorkshire. Uh, I don't have to tell anyone that because it's true. Um, ramble around the hills of of Peter Districts and probably die somewhere halfway up the hill, and then kind of. Try not to drink my gut into oblivion, really. Uh, it's just nice that's not... Even though I'm currently sleeping in my office, because um, I'm working from home a little bit, um, it's nice just not to like have, worry about walk it, working up and I can just do whatever I want, really. And the episode we're reviewing today is Dead Putton Society from Season 2, Episode 6, directed by Rich Moore. Written by Jeff Martin, with the original air date being November the 15th, 1990. And the couch gag is that Santa's little help and stumble to just jump up on the couch there. And it's a really normal one, just like they all sit on the couch together as well. Now, as I always say, um, Cal, do you have any initial early memories of this? Um, or any particular, f- yeah, loved bits of it? Um, Not particularly. It's always one what I kind of remember. Um mainly for like the ending kind of thing but it's it's just it, it's okay it's a serviceable episode really it's nothing out 
the ordinary, really. Um, I was oddly, I was thinking about it for um, like the week. We, we obviously decided to watch it after the Simpsons random generator decided it. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's okay. It's a serviceable kind of like classic Simpsons episode, really. What about yourself? Uh, for me. I always remember watching this when I was younger, and I'd watch this one a lot just because it's like, oh, mini golf is fun, and I like mini golf, and oh, there's lots of funny comical bits in this, but I never remember like how it gets started. I know like oh, mm. it's about mini golf and the bet wearing the wife's Sunday best and that, but I never, um, I never remember the start of it with like Bart's supposed to do chores, and then it's jealousy between Homer and Flans and that. But um, overall, I'd say it's um pretty good so i'm very intrigued to see why it's you know just just solid and like nothing a bit more but um yeah i guess we'll find out um as we delve in folks and we open up with uh, homer doing you know a bit of lawn work there just begrudgingly doing it on this old knackered it's not even a mower this is a manual sort of you know rolling blade that you see in these uh old school yeah that's it in these old 60s sitcoms and what have you but this should be bart's job but he's um He's too busy with his um science experiment for school, isn't he, Cal? Like such a he is such big research into that. We have Flanders um coming over now whilst Homer's you know, pissed off having to deal with the lawn, and he's just seems to have this sort of paradise type garden. He's feeding the birds and all these lovely different coloured birds coming. He's like, oh, the Lord's definitely picked out a great day for us now, but Homer doesn't want to deal with it. He just wants you know oh, I need beer with this work. So Marge, beer me. Um, doesn't hear a straight away and goes, oh, you know, I've got these, like, time-release grass seeds to help with the crabgrass thing. He's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. It just, you know, it's just got a bad name. You know, I'd love it if it was called, like, the elf grass there. And he still wants the beer, but, you know, they're fresh out there. And um, we, we've got fruit juice, though, and a nice little one. Oh, don't toy with me, woman. And his little angry um, <laughs> fist shake as well. And this is where we get on to, you know, Ned inviting him, oh, you know, have a cold one, you know take a break and he goes yeah i deserve one he's done fuck all cal <laughs> it's not even like a whole strip it's just literally a little long patch and he's away i don't well i'll i'll not like you badmouthing my fellow uh pusser offer i can't even i can't even remember the fucking word for it um what is it when you when you kind of put things off very easily distracted Procrastinate. Procrastinate, that's it. It's one of my favourite words when I was younger because I heard it quite a bit. Um, I, like, I, we all do it, don't we? Like, oh, is it oh, just yeah. me being lazy? Being obviously, no, you know. No, I, I will say. You're, I, you're, the one, you're the one with the degree and I'm the one who's a dropper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've definitely done it a few times, but as far as, like, um, lawn work and all that, like, I'm not, I don't like gardening, but I like cutting the grass. I, like, we've got mm. proper um, big... A petrol one, nice gas goes on. It's really powerful. Ooh. It's just easy to just whip round and that. And I can get it done in about 20 minutes in the back garden there. It just makes you feel like a proper responsible proper adult man. There. Yeah, in my uh, parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I, um, see, I, I, I realised this the other day, actually, on, on, on the topic of, like, cutting gar- uh, grass and stuff. I, you know how people get to an age where they're, like... Um, you know, people starting to get uh, get pregnant and like get married and shit like that. Um, what uh, I've realised, I've kind of 
slightly past that stage now. Like, you know, I've got a few friends who've got kids and shit like that. Um, I'm now at the age where people are taking pictures of their garden and saying, look, whether or not it's theirs or the parents, I don't know. But it's just on Facebook, and it's people, I'm like, oh, yeah. And the, the, the most hurtful thing about it is I'm like, yeah, that looks really good. Like, well done. I get why people do it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was a niche. Um, that was one of the, like, oh, I'm moving on and progressing in my life. Like, look at my lawn. And my... Well, I didn't. And then I just realized there were about six people all my age had all just posted, like, pictures of, of, like, the garden and shit like that. I don't know if it's just, like, a lockdown thing or what. Um it could be kind of joint really i guess but um but yeah apparently it is it's it's, it's a show of you growing up just people buy a house and they're just like look shit look at my garden look how good it is fuck off we have homer go down to flanders rumpus room there and you know straight away like holy moly it's beautiful and it's amazing what a setup there you've got everything you've got your foosball you've got your snooker table and even got your little bar there. He's got proper pumps, you know. He's got mm. proper draft uh, beer there, all the way from a uh, Holland as well, Cal. What I mean, what do you think of the setup? Like design-wise, like the animators have got it to a T there. It just looks like a nice, yeah, like middle class. Um, it's not even a man cave. It's way bigger than that. But yeah, oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. Cal. It's more of a, I don't know what you were. Uh, not a man cave, but more of a man. Um... A man room rather than a man cave. Yes, man room. Um, no, it's it's good. It, and it kind of, continuity-wise, they they do bring it back a few times in, in later episodes occasionally. Um, with, like, Bumpo. And I think it's the one where they uh, decide to make their own, um, like, police force. And he goes, well, let's not have it here. It's just like, well, I've got Bumpo. That's it. It's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> shit. Um no, it's very nice, and I think coming out of lockdown, the one thing I've kind of said as well is when pe- what people are going to have is like really nice gardens, really nice houses, and like you know, like little rooms and stuff like that. What they didn't really utilize before, just be able to use it again. I think ideally, I want something like that. I know one of my friends who's just moved into a house actually, um, and she's she lives bang next door to a pump, and her plan is to change her. Get, install pumps inside a, a basement to be able to um, have very similar to kind of like the the rumpus room in um, in the good old Flanders house. And with this, um, you know, you get to see Ned's got slightly nicer things in life there. You know, he's got loving wife more there, making the boys some club sandwiches. He's helped Rod with his um, homework there, and you know, there's all sorts of love and affection around. This you just see Homer's face frown and frown more as he just keeps necking his um <laughs> cold beer and he just he just snaps cow you know all right knock it off there and flanders you know he generally doesn't know he's this is just how he usually acts hey dad thanks for helping me with my science project mm-hmm. oh my pleasure study buddy Aww, i got the best dad in the whole world no oh, now you know how that embarrasses me i know totally doodly <sighs> kids can be a trial sometimes all right knock it off <laughs> knock what off simpson you've been rubbing my nose in it since i got here your family is better than my family your beer comes from farther away than my beer you and your son like each other your wife's butt <sighs> is higher than my wife's butt you make me sick simpson i'm afraid i'm gonna have to ask you to leave i hope you understand i wouldn't stay on a bet <coughs> On for the road. 
oh, your son actually loves you. Your beer's from a further away country than mine. Your wife's butt's bigger than my wife's butt. And he's just sick of it. <laughs> it's all about the thickness, Cal. It is, it is. And I, I, I get Homer's point here. Mar, you know, Mod, God rest her souls, but is perkier than Marge's. Um, you know, he needs a bit of cushioning so he can like, kind of land on it a bit more. Boom. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'll be, but joking aside, I do kind of get where he's coming from in a kind of like, especially when you haven't got anything and these, and these people who don't mean to kind of like show off what they've got. It just, it just kind of comes off as like a showy offy uh, way. And you just kind of do snap a little bit and then just kind of re- it puts into perspective how shit your life can kind of be. Sorry to put a bit of a damper on that, but yeah. You know, mod's, mod's that. mod is thick, boys. With two Cs. Where do you stand yeah. on the, you know, home estate? Or, you know, is it... on, mod, on mod's thickness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I've made that clear, my friend. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> Um, After this podcast, well, as far away um, the beer is that does that rain true there? I mean, I know we're in um, well, we were in Europe. We're now just this little bitter island on our own. But are you one for a home brew, or do you try and venture as far away for quality beer? Like, what's your take on home estate? I know people who are very kind of like snooty with beer. Um, Saying that, I do have since lockdown began. um, I did get a what a like beer delivery things. Um, I think we talked about it um, off air uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's just more of a way you pay like a, a charge and then you get like 10 beers from around the world and stuff like that. Um, that's not most, that's not so much that I'm a beer snob. I do drink my real ale. Um, it tends to get you more fucked than like lager and stuff like that. And lager just tends to give you gas. Um, it's more so that I'm just an alcoholic who when pubs, shut down kind of died a little bit inside um i know people who, who specifically don't know they'll know the in, ins and outs between like fucking ipas and and why certain lagers are better than others and shit like that i don't care i i i heard this story as well which is very resonant um resonant to me uh, is people only drink beer because it's the po- it's like the most popular thing to do and then it's a long going theory of mine anyway that people don't tend to actually like the taste of beer. Obviously, you can get stuff like good old Lily Cider, which does taste well. Um, but the only reason why I do drink it is because it's just kind of like socially expect- acceptable to like drink yeast water over actual nice drinks, such as like cocktails, which do tend to take forever to actually fucking make. And I think that's one of the reasons why they're not as popular. But you can get so much of a nicer tasting drinks rather than just. Before shitty. I move to rum and like cider and that, yeah, you know, I want to buck into that stereotype. I want to have like marmite yeasty shit just because it's like the norm. Get out of here. Home ends up getting kicked out and he storms off his way. No, I'm not staying here even if I was on a bet and just next is beer and then um you know oh, one for the road. Just <laughs> take a club sandwich as well. We need to go. <laughs> and he just he's so angry. He even gets tonight and he can't sleep. He's tossing and turning. And oh my word, this is very much um like my dad like my just oh well what's wrong oh you know it's just that jerk Flanders rubbing it in our face. Well what did he what did he say? Well he said, it, well well it wasn't what he said it's how he said it. Oh well was he like rude or 
And I go, no, right, no, it's not that. It doesn't matter. We're just like our life stinks, and he cl- he's clearly better than us. But I've, I've definitely been there sometimes. I'm like, oh, you should have seen the state of this guy giving me the business. What did he actually do? Well, nothing. But oh, you should have seen his smug little face. Like <laughs> I've definitely. He was actually quite charming. How dare you? Yeah, I, and I think there's nothing worse. I like I, um, when you when you just kind of realise you're the one who is being an arsehole, and you're just like, well, well, no, you weren't there. You don't understand how it was. A, it was the look on his face where he looked really worried when I when I got upset. <laughs> That's what's annoying thing about it. I don't know. Like I've been there. I think we all have. Then we get to see you know Flanders' side of it, whilst Homer's you know that annoyed that you know even Marge just pointed out that like. Well, you know, just because they have things a little better from us. Homer flies off the handle, you know. Ooh, he's perfect in every way. So he walks out at night, release some steam, and we get to see Flanders' side of it. He can't even sleep because, you know, oh, you know, absolute salt of the earth, you know, man of God, Flanders, you know. I turn into a snarling beast after I've fed him all this alcohol, like, what, one pint? And he just takes <laughs> it to heart. Uh, I think season two is where they absolutely got the Flanders character here. And yeah, I really definitely. enjoyed him in this. Like Homer's my MVP and Dan Castellanet does a great performance, but um Shira with Flanders here, like he knocks it out of the park and they just run with it from here. Yeah, definitely. I think oh especially like in later episodes where it kind of goes into the reason why uh Ned is so kind of like religious and and, and so kind of like happy all the time because he's mentally unstable as fuck and he's just gonna snap <laughs> any minute it's good comparisons of both things and obviously ned decides to um write him a letter um for his uh to try and like ease 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 the times a little bit um obviously when he decide, when he tries to post it he gets caught by homer who's obviously out as well um but do you remember what the letter said oh i think i remember most of it but you know he just Starts with dear neighbour, but Homer, you just see him chuckle a bit at night, and then it slowly fades into the morning, and he's reading it in front of the family there. I just wanted to give you this letter. I'll leave now. Dear neighbour. <laughs> you are my brother. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and yet, I feel a great sadness. <laughs> In my bosom. <laughs> wait, wait, there's more. I think it's terrible. A man opens his heart and you make fun of him. <laughs> Neighbors forever. Oh no! <laughs> Dead Flanders. <laughs> what a sap. Read the bosom part again, Dad. <laughs> now just a minute. Bosom. <laughs> <laughs> I've absolutely been here as well. It's just enjoying laughing at something daft, um, like with your dad or your mum, and you realise, like, oh no, this fella's been a bit of an idiot, or like, ooh, what a sap, you know, and I have a great pain in my bosom, and they all just crack <laughs> up, and oh, the kids are really having it. And Margie tries to box him, but like, she's not even, you know, she's not that high in might, she has to turn away and have a chuckle to herself in the living room. It's it's a classic thing as well as like we're being around kids and stuff was you know you can't laugh because it'll just egg them on kind of thing. <laughs> That's it. It's perfect. Um I know like I feel like we've th- about three parts um like of this podcast, you know, it's either wrestling reference from me, 
or you'll talk about you know a horrible story from your previous jobs <laughs> or, or the newer sort of fresher meme of it is just like dropping in Ricky Gervais show references and this is very um Mr. K Dilkinson there and I'm going to easily like make a little video up yeah but it's got a smacks of big energy of that as well <laughs> I I have wrestling you know you have your depressing life Cal uh but yeah, no, we're both just, we're one of the same. We are brothers. Pains me in my bosom. Got some post delivered to me today. It was addressed to Mr. Dilkington. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Oh, God. I got some post delivered to me today. It was addressed to Mr. Dilkington. I opened it and the first sentence read... Dear Mr. K. Dilkington, you're one of our most valuable customers. I put it in the bin. Yeah, you even get Bart sort of just saying the word again because like, oh, we're laughing at it, so it's acceptable. I'm going to say it again because I can't usually say it. But Marge is saying, oh, well, I wish we were like the Flanders in some respects, being that close. And yeah, just nice acting from Castle. And that even gives, like, he's laughing, but then he's like, oh, I've got to be serious. Like, <laughs> oh, all right, all right, but like seriously now, um, yeah, and he gets him to, he wants the family to go on, you know, a nice miniature golf trip, and then a season one classic, folks, you know, followed off by a round of frosty chocolate milkshakes. Cal, sounds like a good exactly. day out, even as a twenty-six year old. Like, I'm totally oh, yeah. up for that. Hundred percent. Lisa's um busy, you know, like revising for you know, a math sort of diorama, and Marge is washing her hair, so it's just the boys out for this, and we're going to. So Putterlot's Merry Old Fun Center. And um oh, just yeah, brilliant design there from the artists. Um what's your um favourite um putting hole here? What's your favourite sort of mascot? Mine's easily the um chimp there. The ape. Yeah, definitely. It's it's nice for Homer to kind of bring Bart where he was conceived as well. You know, it's, it... Yes. <laughs> so typical. It, it's um you know, it happens to all of us, you know. Get a good. It's a good father-son moment. It says, "Look, this is where when we were happy and we used to have sex." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd probably say with you. Um, I don't know. I like I like the music of like the deaf the deaf go- uh, hole. Oh yeah, it's kind of a little bit creepy. Uh, but it's definitely got to be the um, the monkey one. I will say, nice close second is the box and alligator as well. Like. What's, what was the theme they were going for there? I just do not get it at all. We have the boys tee off at one of the holes as well. And Homer, you know, fairly good shot. He even gets it down the middle. But I don't know who actually designed this course. Because just you hear it go down a hole. And then it just goes out to a car park. And you get Bart's little laugh. And you even get Homer's, oh, I got it in the middle. It's, <laughs> a car hits it and it just goes out. Oh, poor Homer. When was the last time you went mini-golfing? Ooh, um... Actually, I think it's about two years ago. So way, mm. you know, pre-lockdown and the pandemic and that. Um, for my 24th birthday, it was part of my um, birthday tour. And I went Sheffield, Leeds, Nottingham. And I managed to do it in Nottingham. And it was a theme of like a jungle in the Aztec there. And oh, yeah. Like... Um, ju- jukebox. Mini golf, what is it called? Jukebox. Yes. I th- that I the think, one? Yeah. I think it was. Or... Um, might have been treetop or whatever, but I, 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 I was like mini golfing, you know, you're bowling and you're um, like snookering all that, all your sort of parlory party kind of um, 
sports like that's never really left me as like joy as you know the joy hasn't left me um, as a kid that I still really enjoy it what about yourself Gal? do you like your miniature golf I do I do very much like it I'm quite good at it as well um, it's one of the few, few things I am good at um, but it's it's very relaxing I, I kind of got into an argument with my ex because she thought I was cheating and I wasn't and I kind of let I, that's when I kind of let let it go that um, I'd let her I'd let her off a few times and I was just like well fuck it I'll just be I'll start doing it properly and got really bitter about it um, <laughs> that's just more the middle child in me we have uh, Flanders and you know Rod are even there and he goes oh this is brilliant I'll follow up my you know um, kind letter to him and we're on to the next hole with Homer and Bart and you know it's our favourites you know the monkey with a mouth and he just goes for it he just powers it through but then he gets caught on the whip and I'll share this um, gif and that but Homer apes the ape as well just ooh, ooh even in the noises <laughs> as well and just gets him like monkey about for a bit and Bart's chuckling as Flanders come up, comes over and says hey do you want to sort of join together and like even Bart's giving Rod the business I'll get bent and then it's like Oh yeah, join us. That'd be great, wouldn't it? It's just really sarky, like father, like son. Yeah. So fans even comments like, "Oh, you're having a bit of trouble." Um, Homer pissed as ever. Oh well, this is bloody impossible. You know, Jack Nicholson, cow, not Nicholas, the legendary multi-time major golfer. Jack Nicholson couldn't even get this done. But um, Rod, like I've done like bits of golfing in the past when I was younger in that junior tournaments and what have you. Rod's actually got some smart advice with like playing conservative and like um reserving your shots and that just mm. hug the rail if it doesn't go in it's a nice little way up there um i mean were you much into like the proper golf yourself there or well i guess into any sports because we'll get into like you know all evil sports dad and competitiveness and you know really forcefully pushing your kids and that but did you ever like get into sports when you were young no uh my i my parents my dad's a big football fan, but because he's working away um, quite a bit with his second family and shit, um, he we, we we very rarely like we didn't. I've been to like maybe two or three football matches in my entire life. Um, my parents weren't particularly pushy with anything, which in a sense a good oh, way, good. Yeah. but it's also you know it's also kind of like I have no hobbies now. I have to kind of <laughs> sort them out myself, kind of thing. Um, I was. I haven't been pro, uh, golfing properly. I've I've been to like a driving range a few times. Uh, me and my mate are planning to be golfing um, soon, which will be good. Um, but yeah, not really. I I like. I used to play out quite a bit. Play like Kirby and um, oh, the classics. Yeah, just like football and and stuff like that. Even though I wasn't very good at it, I don't particularly particularly like it. Competitive uh, hide and seek, you know. Still trying to find Madeline. It's just a bit. Don't know where she's going. We have a, you know, you get to see the difference in character between the boys there, Rod and Bart. At the end of, you know, this, um, you know, awful display from Homer with their, you know, putting. We have see them, you know, with a competition. You know, Sir Putlock's first annual miniature golf tournament. There, with the first prize being, whoa, fifty bucks, and Bart, you know, even sees like, oh wow, three balloons for everyone who enters. Just different sides of the spectrum there now i guess we'll get into it now like homer just you know he's pushing the idea was just really wants to stick it to that jerk flanders so 
he goes, oh, you know, I bet the fruit of my loins could beat the fruit of your loins. And before they make the bet, you know, he even says to Vine, you know, it's not okay to lose. And he's getting really pushing on him there now. Compet- <laughs> competitiveness is grand. And, like, I could have, like, lost that because I don't know about you, Cal, but late 90s and particularly in early 2000s when I was in uh, primary, like, it was all, like, everyone generally was like everyone's a winner or like don't you know upset the other kids and that and thankfully managed to you know get back you know being competitive in secondary school and such thankfully but did we ever like push to do well not push to do something you didn't like but did you sort of lose competitive edge did you have to deal with that in school uh no we didn't we never really had the whole um kind of participation trophies and stuff like that um I guess this is because we kind of is a very kind of like Catholic Irish area uh, <laughs> we live, and if my kind of dad has anything like in commonality with with other people, I guess is he, regardless of age, would never let you win. Um, oh, okay. So you had to kind of keep on beating him and stuff like that. He made two of my cousins cry. He's very, very good at snooker. Um, oh, he's a real and, um, snooker pool and stuff shark. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, he he wouldn't even let you, like let let you kind of win. He once did it, once when I was younger, and I was kind of really, really, just kind of like fucking up every shot. And I I realized he was kind of holding his shots a little bit, and I just went, "Why are you doing this?" He's like, "What do you mean?" I was just like, "You just you're letting me catch up." And I was like, "No, I'm not." I was just like, "You never do this. Don't after 16 years of my life start doing it now." <laughs> and he was like. Are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And then within one, within like five moves, just fucking finished the game. And I was just like, what? I didn't think you were like holding off that much. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so I always had that kind of competitiveness of just kind of like having to win and shit like that. But though I saw something, I read, I was reading something about like with, um, you know, with, with, with like Olympic sports and stuff like that, especially from like the lower teens and shit is, um, it's easier, it's better to come third. If you can't come first, it's better to come third than to come second because if you come second, you've lost. Whilst if you come third, you've actually, you're actually better than a lot of people. You've placed, yeah. You've got yeah, something to exactly. show for it, you're right. It's a, very good, it's a very good point, really. So I think that's just the loser in me just kind of <laughs> speaking out. Bart's getting dragged into this, so he's even doing bits of practicing at home with the dog. But when that doesn't go to plan, he just chucks his putter on the floor. Homer just breaks up saying, you know, oh, what are you doing? This should be a prized possession there, you know. This is what a bat is to a baseball player, what a violin is to the... The, the, the violin, violin guy. Violin guy. <laughs> and um, a great bit here as well, you know. Name your putter there. Um, oh, all right, like Mr. Putter. No... Properly try, son, and what other names is it The girl's with? name. Yeah. Uh, he calls it mom. <laughs> <laughs> Very fitting for a kid, because, like, I don't know if he wouldn't really want to have any sort of girl mates at the time, so, of course, like, yeah. the biggest... It's not going to name at least us. Yeah, it's definitely mom. No, your putter's name's Charlene. Why? It just is. <laughs> Pick a name. And he gets him to stare at a photo of Rod, doesn't he? Every 15 minutes each day, you know, make sure you get that hate filled and it will spur you on to annihilate him at the competition there with Charlene. Wait, who's Charlene? I'll show you Charlene. Just look at this <sighs> photo. And we get a nice 
um, reference, a bit meta bit. Um, it does Rod like exactly match up with the photo at some point? Just hi, Bart, with the little wave. I think that. so. Yeah. yeah. But where's the question is, is where's Homer getting a picture of Rod from? <laughs> like... Oh, don't make me think about that, Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get like all right in canon. I would say. Um, he must have been round. Marge has been round uh, the Flanders house, and he said, "Marge, do me a favor and nick this from the family album because Flanders wouldn't let him back in the house." Oh, because that's a better. That's much better than this kind of like. I don't want to think know. of him as like being a nonce. A pedo- that's anonce. not no. I don't want to think about that cow. What's your in canon theory for it? I I don't know. I just think maybe for what you know. Ned's quite friendly with um, like Marge and stuff like that, so maybe he's just got kind of uh, uh, they shared pictures of the kids, I guess. Oh yeah, see that that's a lot more PG and friendlier than yeah. Have Bart, you know, lambasting over all oh, the trophies he's won, you know, the participation awards, honorary mentions, and that everyone gets a trophy day. Lisa comes in and say, "You look very forlorn." Oh well, you know what the loser guy is named in uh, chess. You know, pawn. I am a pawn. And then Lisa's, you know, thankful that Homer's never really took interest in anything she did because <laughs> she may help Bart. She may give him that win and edge there. And this is where we get into, you know, sort of um, sort of mind health and you know mental preparedness and doing a bit of meditation and such here, Cal. Oh, yeah. No, I know you think this isn't like the best episode. I didn't mind this bit with some of the meditation and just getting Bart being very flippant with it, but um, I know they could have maybe punched it up a bit more. I'm not sure what your thoughts are on this, uh, t- Lisa teaching Bart with the meditation gimmick. Uh, I I actually kind of like this uh, this bit if I'm honest. Um, I am all for kind of med- meditation just to kind of like get peace in the mind and stuff like that. Um, and it's just kind of the kids' version of it and and such is very very sweet in a little bit it does slow the episode down a little bit i guess um however like, i don't know the library bit didn't do much for me apart from bart thinking like oh we can just steal these books like, yeah <laughs> definitely uh but yeah I, I i do get where you're coming from it just kind of like slow the episode down a little bit one of the best bits of the you know, meditation and that um is you have lisa and bart up on you know a this big mountain all of a sudden gets a bit Dragon Ball here, just like looking out into the distance. And yet she asks like, oh, you know, what's the sound of one hand clapping, Cal? <laughs> and he goes, easy. Bart, I have a riddle for you. What's the sound of one hand clapping? Piece of cake. No, Bart, it's a 3,000 year old riddle with no answer. It's supposed to clear your mind of conscious thought. No answer. Lisa, listen up. Ugh, let's try another one. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around, does it make a sound? Absolutely. <coughs> but Bart, how can sound exist if there's no one there to hear it? Ooh. It is time. I'll tell you what, when like I watched this and found this out, I was doing this with everyone. I don't know about yourself. I thought, ah, <laughs> I found like a loophole. But I think the the thing is, I don't understand. I don't understand the actual, you know, philosophical meaning behind it. I don't know if it's just because kind of Bart's ruined it a little bit. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, with the 
treeing the sound and stuff like that, and it kind of uh, treeing the forest if it falls down. You know, that's yeah, a little bit more easy. I suppose that's a bit more like you know, based in reality. You know, if something doesn't exist, it can't emit or make sound or yeah, yeah. exist in itself. There, I like Bart's you know inevitable like thinking, and then it clicks. You know, the cogs start turning, and then you can start properly winning that. I'm just associating that little ooh bit with them. Yeah. You know those like shower thoughts memes or you know your stoner thoughts memes like particularly yeah. when i found out like um i'll be there or be square why is that oh because you're not, you're not around. around and ooh, like yeah. a bit just went off in my mind there ooh. <laughs> the third eye. i always think of that now we just get a nice little montage in no proper jokes simply just using geometry there to get into the holes there um they move into a bar because it's raining to play you know miniature golf on the pools and then like fake crusty comes along and kicks him out that was a bit um distracting like, yeah I, is, is it crusty it makes sense in being like a bit of a fucking reprimand kind of thing but it's putting his reps there and you even get a nice little sort of karate kid looking pose there on top of the bin there you know he's become one with the universe and with miniature golf and Homer sees it, like, oh, what are you doing? Don't let the neighbours see you doing this. So, come on down. And then Flanders is busy outside saying, oh, you're right, Simpson. Um, you're actually going into the contest now. And Homer just really ramps up saying, oh, well, I don't want to talk to you because he's going to, you know, wipe the floor with your son's ugly butt. And Ned, you know, salt of the earth as ever. Oh, the best man. And, oh, yeah, the best man win. And I'll enter it here, folks. This is my favourite bit of the episode. Homer goading him, absolutely baiting him in. You think Ned's actually just sort of going to walk away in that, but it's it's the chicken. He's Marty McFly. It's the chicken that gets him, Cal, there. Bart! What are you doing? Get down from there before the neighbors see. Hey, Simpson! Don't! Landers, I don't care what this looks like. Bart's going to mop the floor with your son's ugly butt. <laughs> well, sir, may the best man win. Ah, may the best man win. The mating call of the loser. Now, just a minute, Simpson. I think my son has a very good chance. Oh, yeah? Want to bet? Ah, well, I'm not a betting man. Oh, I'm a chicken, am I? That's right. All right. How's this for a wager? Uh, A a batch of your wife's delicious blueberry muffins against uh, one of my wife's homemade wind chimes. Are you afraid to make a real bet? No, I just... You know, Simpson... You're starting to annoy me. Oh, about this, Henny Penny. If Bart wins tomorrow, you have to mow my lawn. All right. And if Pod wins, you have to mow my lawn. Uh, and do a decent job of it for a change. Better yet, you have to mow my lawn in your wife's Sunday's dress. You have yourself a bet, you Jack and Henny. You know, you're really <laughs> starting to annoy me. And the, it's just Castlenetter and Shearer. They've recorded together many times, and this was just... They play so well together, don't they, Cal? Yeah. 100%. It's just... It, it's, it's very... It, it just feels very natural, more than anything. And even when it's, you know, it's going to be like for Marge's Blue Room Muffins and Maud's Wind Chimes, and oh, make a proper bet, and then, like, Flanders just loses it, and it's about, you know, whoever loses, you know, has got to wear their wife's Sunday best. And they're just like Homer's little more goading noise, like when they go, oh, well, all right. And if you lose, you do it in your wife's Sunday's dress. And you just hear Homer go, oh, yeah. Uh. 
<laughs> just it's so <laughs> infantile and do a decent job of it see that's the thing is though of the of that bet um like yeah it's okay blueberry muffin bet, like Blue, well blue blueberry muffin is a fantastic but fucking a wind chime that's a so that's such a shit compensation yeah and i wonder why homer didn't want to go with it he realizes yeah. the, the value but they're busy writing up the contract there and um well, it was originally going to be Father of the Loser, and then he changed yeah. it to Father of the Boy Who Doesn't Win, so it's, you know, nice and soft, whatever. But, you know, thankfully they don't write in blood, but is bonded there, you know, the title's on the line. I'm, ga- I'm game if you are, Flynn. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll ask you here as well, Cal. Um, which one are you going for on Homer there? I mean, he doesn't end up picking either of the initial two dresses, but... Are you going for, you know, lime green stripes and pink shoulders? Or are you going for the blue polka dot number? Got to be blue polka dot. Though, the thing is, though, obviously with, with Ned, Ned's quite trim. Anyway, he's quite uh, he's quite a fit 60-odd-year-old yeah, old man. as well, you're right. Exactly. He's, he's stupid, sexy Flanders. Whilst, how, like, how, how can Marge's... Like, Marge's got an okay figure. She's got quite a nice figure for three kids as well. The are quite frumpy, aren't they? Yeah. I want to say Sunday best. I would if I was Ned, which dependent on the day I am, I'd want my fucking money back, Homer. It's about to be the morning of you know, the big tournament there. And Homer just sits in Bart's room for hours. It goes from night to early morning. And again, Bart rightfully freaks out there. And you know, Good morning, son. Oh, it's the day of the big tournament and you better win And you, you know, it's just like Lisa comes in. Yeah, it's just like big exam day. Oh no, Lisa does come in and he's just like, oh, well, have a good day. Like, oh. <laughs> It reminds me a lot of, and they did, I think, a slightly better joke, you know, with um, Lisa on ice. Bart's going to the big game in the ice game. Oh, and if you lose, I'll kill you. And the family all laugh. And then you just get little Homer's little, uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, though, this, this episode made me uh, remember... Like Americans do tend to have have steak for breakfast. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's lovely that, but for me, like, even if I have well, we... a normal cooked breakfast and that, I still feel really heavy from it. So God knows yeah. what steak would be like. If they do, uh, like, I I stand by the fact that Americans don't. Sorry to any American listeners we have. Um, your breakfast suck. Basically, it's you know. Oh, what even the pancakes? Yeah. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of sweet breakfast. Breakfast should be like nice and um, you know, like cereal or just kind of like something heavy to kind of get through your day. I'm not a big fan of sweet breakfasts. Um, I think they're very overrated. Once when I was in New York, I just fancied. I was sick of them. I was very disappointed in them. And then I was just like, well, how about... I just fancy like a bacon sandwich, and I was I were rather than going out because the snow was quite big, bad at that time. I said, "Can we just have? Can I just have a bacon?" Sandwich? We were staying in the hotel, so I was like, and all these things like you know eggs Benedict and stuff, which is not I do, I do like eggs Benedicts and such um, for breakfast. And, but I see that was more of a brunch thing. I digress anyway. We had all these like big fluffy pancakes and and whatever else, um, and I just kind of went, "Can I just have a bacon sandwich?" And someone behind me was able to see English as well. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's sound good. It's like, I'm sorry, sir, we don't we do not do that. I was just like, what do you mean you don't do it? And he went, we don't do it. We, we, we've got a preset menu. I went, have you got bread? He was like, yeah. I was like, have you got bacon? Yeah. 
you can make a bacon sandwich. Being a cocky kind of like bullshit kid I once was. And then they ended up putting egg in it, and I was, and, but it wasn't like a runny egg; it was fucking scrambled egg. And I was, oh no, disappointed again. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not a big fan of, of that big round. This basically says the amount of times I've been to America, I I don't tend to like your breakfasts, so change it, please. Also, stop wearing masks. It's the big day of the tournament, and you know Bart and Rod. Uh, you know it has to happen, folks. They're both in the final there, and what do you make of the um, very English commentator there? I don't know if it's supposed to be anyone other than the stereotype of like, oh, it's a very subtle, you know, golf commentator's very whispery, you know, quite regal. I think it's that, but other than that, he just yeah. sounds like Lord Alfred Hayes to me from uh, you know, way back in the 80s WWF. <laughs> you get the Flanders family, you know, they're praying... <laughs> And Homer just comes along and says, alright, Flanders, you know, we both prayed, you know, and both our sons can't win. And then, um, <laughs> this line hit you something different, didn't it, Cal? Yeah, it did. It was, just, it was, it, when I was younger and watched it, I always thought it was weird how Ned said it, but it was just how he goes, actually, Simpson. <laughs> did the Simpsons uh, predict simp culture there? <laughs> with King Flanders? beseech thee. Hey, Flanders, it's no use praying. I already did the same thing and we can't both win. Actually, Simpson, we were praying that no one gets hurt. Oh, well, Flanders, it doesn't matter. This time tomorrow, you'll be wearing high heels. Nope, you will. Pray not. Pray so. Pray not. Pray so. Pray not infinity. Pray so infinity plus one. Nope. There's one bit we missed, actually, uh, early in the episode where um, when, uh, when Ned's on sleep, you know, like sitting in his bed, he decides he's got the fucking priest on uh, Reverend Lovejoy. On he's speed got home and work, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's Ned Flanders having a uh, domestic or whatever. It's just like, oh, you know, just because he quotes the Bible, doesn't he? And he goes, oh, uh, Matthew 5 14. He's, what? <laughs> what are you on about? They tee off at the first hole there. You know, Rod's designed to take the right hole, because remember, you get it in the middle, goes out into the parking lot, and he succeeds there. And so Bart, you know, he's starting to feel the stress of it, but, you know, tree falling in the woods, you've got to have that mentality. And he like, he enters the nether realm there, like his eyes cross over, he makes the shot there, but he goes in the right hole, and it goes through the little hole, and, you know, they're tied. They're off to both a great start. Oh, and um, Homer's happy, but, yeah, like, Flanders is getting the Michael Jordan about him, you know, Mercies for the weak, Todd! Like, the competitiveness <laughs> coming out of him with this soft Christian neighbour. And then we get, you know, going to run through it as well, you know, get a montage of that. Um, you get the sort of spooky hole with the skeleton, and yeah, I agree with you, Cal. It's got a nice sort of do 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 sort of ghoulish um, tones to it. It's nice. Yeah, I think it's very good, the music in this little scene. Mm. Um, just for each hole kind of has their own, its own little music. It's very nice. We're on the final hole there. It's tied, and you know one will be you know drowned in you know friendly you know not quite champagne. Then the other will taste bitter defeat there, and the you know polite British gents hyping this up, and it's the Abe Lincoln hole with his legs going akimbo. I like the I just like the animation. Why why his legs? Why not like pop it through his hat? There, it's just really really bizarre. So we have Rod going up first there, and you know, he makes it through, and it's you know awkward distance away from the hole Bart's got to match that folks otherwise you know game over <laughs> and what does Homer come out with to encourage him 
is it the classic? If you don't, uh, if you don't win, you don't come home. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like, Remember what Vince Lombardi said: "Lose, and you're out of the family." <laughs> Legendary NFL coach, say you know. Yeah, yeah, well, pretty much the same thing, you know. You don't come back a winner. You don't come back all that. Hit the bricks, buddy. Out, out of curiosity, has your dad ever been very competitive over you about like with sports and stuff like that? Um, I mean, sometimes. I mean, sometimes like at points of golf tournaments that you know we sort of go mental to an extent there, and it you know, would sort of ruin the day. But I think you realise yeah. like, oh, if he keeps doing this, I'm just gonna get pushed away, and then like. Like you said, I won't have anything. So I think you realise at the right time, like maybe on the precipice of like, kept doing it, he won't do it. Or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, in a nutshell, he did and that. But like, he mellowed with age, and you know, I'm still able to enjoy you know golf, football, and that without you know sort of you know detesting the thought of it. PCSE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So it comes down to it, like they're pretty much equidistant from the hole, both of them, and like. Rod's just busy thinking oh I've got butterflies in my stomach I feel sick but I guess it builds character and but you know he's been through all you know the mountains and the mentality and that but he's just back to his good old self well what does that do like let's just quit okay now oh I don't know whether it would have been a satisfying an end um but I can just imagine like in a little rewrite or in my sick head like because Rod picks up the ball first doesn't he yeah. I can just imagine maybe later seasons Bart, Rod picks up the ball and then he just sinks the putt and that I can see that <laughs> definitely happening, not so much in these you know, lovable, well-hearted um, seasons two and threes uh, episodes there, I mean, what would you think what do you think about the ending, you know the, we have a draw, is that a that, nice conclusion? Yeah, I think it is, I think it kind of shows that Bart, you know, definitely in later seasons probably Bart would have uh, would, would have, been would more have probably like you said yeah would have, would have probably sunk it in um, but I think you know it's nice it's a nice kind of show they kind of show how competitive both their dads have really got about it and you know there is no loser because in the rule they check the rule books and they split the check you know they both get $25 each um, once they get some balloons as well it's just nice, but then obviously it kind of shoots Ned in the foot because of his specific wording of, uh, you know, they really. But uh, Ned kind of comes and tries to shake his hands. Uh, Homer, being the petty man what he is, can't give Ned the benefit of the doubt and has to go, uh, you know, eat his pudding because of the wording what Ned uh, what Ned decided to change it to, and it wasn't it wasn't the losing boy. It was the boy, uh, the boy who doesn't win because none of them did. Yeah, bit him in the arse. But you know, you have to do it as well. But it's a small price to see you humiliate yourself. And um, Homer didn't even pick one of the two there. He just got um, trying to find out. It's a bright pink number again. It's a, like, may I tell you what? Maybe it was Marge's like pregnancy dress because that's the only way I can think it'll actually yeah. fit Homer. Yeah. But again, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's Flanders all day. Like he's actually got one that's again suited as. Nice figure in that. I mean, even the hat's better there. Like, Homer's just got this awful, like, Nana's sun hat on as well. And you even get loose saying, Why have I got a feeling I'll be telling this to a psychiatrist at some point? <laughs> this very surreal image. But Flanders, you know, it's a bit silly and the crowds are laughing at that. But Flanders, you know, he's making the most of it. He's being performative. He's lapping up. You know, he did this back in his college days and his uni days. But Homer can't believe it. He's just, Oh, I can't believe he's enjoying it. And he's using his ship mower again. 
it, it's pretty much looping back to the start. It's cyclical. We're ending yeah. where we started off, and um, that's how we end the episode, folks. Um, <laughs> I mean, what did you think of this ending, Cal? Uh, I think it's it's just a nice ending, really. You know, I it's 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 not a hidden thing on this podcast that I sometimes have issues with uh, Simpsons endings. Um, however, it's it's nice. It kind of wraps up very nicely. Um, you know, Homer once again annoyed at Ned. Um, Ned just being lovable stud muffin he is really. Um, overall, the episode's fine. You know, it's it, it it's it's not it, it's not anything special. It's not like a um, hidden gem either. It's kind of quite a memorable one, really. Um, but you know, it's just it's a fine episode. I think I'd have to go with a rating wise. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have to go very plain in the middle. Two point five um, foreign beers. Perky no perky mod butts. Ah, oh, classic. Uh, yeah, with. Three C's. Thick, thick, yeah, 2.5 thick mods out of five, I guess. <laughs> what about yourself? For me, um, I still enjoy this episode. It holds up for the most part. I guess the criticism, the main criticism I have with it is um, I feel like the montage is like maybe you could punch up, you could fit in some more jokes there, but then I know that, you know, from three onwards or even four, season four onwards like mm. it just becomes a joke machine and like they do improve it from that aspect for, but for what it is um homer and flan just going at each other it's fantastic that character dynamic only gets strengthened in that uh castle later on shearer do great performance um, even, even like bart and rod them realizing like oh we know we're getting pitted into this but you know as much as it is like oh you know there's a moral of the story kind of uh, end and it's you know a nice safe option to get out of it was really enjoyable um you know from start to finish for the most part there so for that i'm going to give it a four out of five um i'm going to give it a four out of five um boxing alligator obstacles i think that's a good point what you made in, in your kind of wrap up is because it's it it with with the whole like um, it's it's not until like season three, season four where it kind of gets into its own spring of things. With, with you kind of saying that, the 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 good thing about this episode is it kind of shows the early stages of when The Simpsons kind of started getting good as well. Um, yes, you know, right. independent. I think we've kind of discussed it before, like the first series. How, you know, it it, it it's good, but it does it's not particularly aged very well yeah, in regards messy. to like. Yeah, there's obviously good episode, classic episodes out there. I, I think from what you just said there, where, how it's kind of starting to get into its own swing of things um, is where I'll probably have to change my score from a 2.5 to a 3 uh, thick mods. Oh, first time in history, folks. Cal changes his mind. Good stuff. Yeah, because I'm a stubborn arsehole. <laughs> get ready to get kidnapped by babysitters and cringe at very early animation because we're going to season one with some enchanted evening don't forget to subscribe and give us a five star written review on itunes check us out on facebook uncle most family feedback podcast and the same on twitter as well at tyler tmc or search uncle most family feedback podcast take care folks come to uncle most for family fun it's good 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 mm, sounds good